Today is the 14th day of March. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It's wonderful to be here with you as we close down another of the weeks that we have to share together. This will end our 11th week of the year. So we're 11 weeks in of 52 and we are well on our way. So let's, uh, let's dive in and take that next step forward. We're continuing our journey through the book of Numbers and we kind of contextualized where we are. The Edomites won't let the children of Israel go through their land. They won't let their own family go through their land. Aaron has passed away on Mount Hor and Moses won't be the one to lead the children of Israel into the land of promise. And that was just yesterday. So we're reading from the contemporary English version this week, Numbers chapter 21, verse 1 through 22, verse 20 today. The Canaanite king of Arad lived in the southern desert of Canaan. And when he heard that the Israelites were on their way to the village of Atharim, he attacked and took some of them hostage. The Israelites prayed, Our Lord, if you will help us defeat these Canaanites, we will completely destroy their towns and everything in them to show that they belong to you. The Lord answered their prayer and helped them wipe out the Canaanite army and completely destroy their towns. That's why one of the towns is named Hormah, which means destroyed place. The Israelites had to go around the territory of Edom, So when they left Mount Hor, they headed south toward the Red Sea. But along the way, the people became so impatient that they complained against God and said to Moses, Did you bring us out of Egypt just to let us die in the desert? There's no water out here. We can't stand this awful food. Then the Lord sent poisonous snakes that bit and killed many of them. Some of the people went to Moses and admitted, It was wrong of us to insult you and the Lord. Now please ask him to make these snakes go away. Moses prayed, and the Lord answered, Make a snake out of bronze and place it on top of a pole. Anyone who gets bitten can look at the snake and won't die. Moses obeyed the Lord, and all of those who looked at the bronze snake lived, even though they had been bitten by the poisonous snakes. As the Israelites continued their journey to Canaan, they camped at Obot, then at Lai-Abarim, in the desert east of Moab, then in the Zered Gorge. After that, they crossed the Arnon River Gorge and camped in the Moabite desert bordering Amorite territory. The Arnon was the border between the Moabites and the Amorites. A song in the Book of the Lord's Battles mentions the town of Wahib, with its creeks in the territory of Sufa. It also mentions the Arnon River, with its valleys that lie alongside the Moabite border and extend to the town of Ar. From the Arnon, the Israelites went to the well near the town of Beer, where the Lord had said to Moses, Call the people together, and I will give them water to drink. That's also the same well the Israelites sang about in this song, Let's celebrate. The well has given us water. 
With their royal scepters, our leaders pointed out where to dig the well. The Israelites left the desert and camped near the town of Matanah, then at Nahalayah, and then at Bemot. Finally, they reached Moabite territory where they camped near Mount Pisgah, in a valley overlooking the desert north of the Dead Sea. The Israelites sent this message to King Sion of the Amorites. Please let us pass through your territory. We promise to stay away from your fields and vineyards and we won't drink any water from your wells. As long as we're in your land, we won't get off the main road. But Sion refused to let Israel travel through his land. Instead, he called together his entire army and marched into the desert to attack Israel near the town of Jaaz. Israel defeated them and took over the Amorite territory from the Arnon River Gorge in the south to the Jabbok River Gorge in the north. Beyond the Jabbok was the territory of the Ammonites, who were much stronger than Israel. The Israelites settled in the Amorite towns, including the capital city of Heshbon, with its surrounding villages. King Sion had ruled from Heshbon after defeating the Moabites and taking over their land north of the Arnon River Gorge. That's why the Amorites had written this poem about Heshbon. Come and rebuild Heshbon, King Sion's capital city. His armies marched out like fiery flames, burning down the town of Ar and destroying the hills along the Arnon River. You Moabites are done for. Your god Chemosh deserted your people. They were captured, taken away by King Sion, the Amorites. We completely defeated Moab, the towns of Heshbon and Dibon, of Nopha and Madiba, are ruined and gone. After the Israelites had settled in the Amorite territory, Moses sent some men to explore the town of Jazer. Later, the Israelites captured the villages surrounding it and forced out the Amorites who lived there. The Israelites headed toward the region of Bashan, where King Og ruled, and he led his entire army to Edrei to meet Israel in battle. The Lord said to Moses, Don't be afraid of Og. I will help you defeat him and his army just as you did King Sion who ruled in Heshbon. Og's territory will be yours. So the Israelites wiped out Og, his family, and his entire army. There were no survivors. Then Israel took over the land of Bashan. Israel moved from there to the hills of Moab where they camped across the Jordan River from the town of Jericho. When King Balak of Moab and his people heard how many Israelites there were and what they had done to the Amorites, he and the Moabites were terrified and panicked. They said to the Midianite leaders, a bunch of Israelites will wipe out everything in sight, like a bull eating grass in a field. So King Balak sent a message to Balaam, son of Beor, who lived among his relatives in the town of Petor, near the Euphrates River. It said, I need your help. A huge group of people has come here from Egypt and settled near my territory. They are too powerful for us to defeat. So would you come and place a curse on them? Maybe then we can run them off. 
I know that anyone you bless will be successful, but anyone you curse will fail. The leaders of Moab and Midian left and took along money to pay Balaam for his work. When they got to his house, they gave him Balak's message. Spend the night here, Balaam replied, and tomorrow I will tell you the Lord's answer. So the officials stayed at his house. During the night, God asked Balaam, Who are these people at your house? They are messengers from King Balak of Moab, Balaam answered. He sent them to ask me to go to Moab and place a curse on the people who have come there from Egypt. They have settled everywhere around him, and he wants to run them off. But God replied, Don't go with Balak's messengers. I have blessed those people who have come from Egypt, so don't curse them. The next morning, Balaam said to Balak's officials, Go on back home. The Lord says, I cannot go with you. The officials left and told Balak that Balaam refused to come. Then Balak sent a larger group of officials who were even more important than the first ones. They went to Balaam and told him that Balak had said, Balaam, if you come to Moab, I'll pay you very well and do whatever you ask. Just come and place a curse on these people. Balaam answered, Even if Balak offered me a palace full of silver or gold, I wouldn't do anything to disobey the Lord my God. You are welcome to spend the night here, just as the others did. I will find out if the Lord has something else to say about this. That night, God said, Balaam, I'll let you go to Moab with Balak's messengers, but do only what I say. Luke 1, 26-56 One month later, God sent the angel Gabriel to the town of Nazareth in Galilee with a message for a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to Joseph from the family of King David. The angel greeted Mary and said, You are truly blessed. The Lord is with you. Mary was confused by the angel's words and wondered at what they meant. And the angel told Mary, Don't be afraid. God is pleased with you. And you will have a son. His name will be Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of God Most High. The Lord God will make him king as his ancestor David was. He will rule the people of Israel forever and his kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, How can this happen? I am not married. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come down to you, and God's power will come over you, so your child will be called the Holy Son of God. Your relative Elizabeth is also going to have a son, even though she is old. No one thought she could ever have a baby, but in three months she will have a son. Nothing is impossible for God. Mary said, I am the Lord's servant. Let it happen as you have said, 
and the angel left her. A short time later, Mary hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea. She went into Zechariah's home where she greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, her baby moved within her. The Holy Spirit came upon Elizabeth. Then, in a loud voice, she said to Mary, God has blessed you more than any other woman. He has also blessed the child you will have. Why should the mother of my Lord come to me? As soon as I heard your greeting, my baby became happy and moved within me. The Lord has blessed you because you believed that he will keep his promise. Mary said, With all my heart I praise the Lord, and I am glad because of God my Savior. He cares for me, his humble servant. From now on all people will say God has blessed me. God all-powerful has done great things for me, and his name is holy. He always shows mercy to everyone who worships him. The Lord has used his powerful arm to scatter those who are proud. He drags strong rulers from their thrones and puts humble people in places of power. God gives the hungry good things to eat and sends the rich away with nothing. He helps his servant Israel and is always merciful to his people. The Lord made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his family forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months, then she went back home. Psalm 57 For the music leader, to the tune Don't Destroy, a special psalm by David when he was in the cave while running from Saul. Praise and trust in times of trouble. God Most High, have pity on me, have mercy. I run to you for safety. In the shadow of your wings I seek protection till danger dies down. I pray to you, my protector. You will send help from heaven and save me, but you will bring trouble on my attackers. You are faithful and you can be trusted. I live among lions who gobble down people. They have spears and arrows instead of teeth, and they have sharp swords instead of tongues. May you, my God, be honored above the heavens. May your glory be seen everywhere on earth. Enemies set traps for my feet and struck me down. They dug a pit in my path but fell in it themselves. I am faithful to you and you can trust me. I will sing and play music for you, my God. I feel wide awake. I will wake up my harp and wake up the sun. I will praise you, Lord, for everyone to hear, and I will sing hymns to you and every nation. Your love reaches higher than the heavens. Your loyalty extends beyond the clouds. May you, my God, 
be honored above the heavens. May your glory be seen everywhere on earth. Proverbs 11, 9 through 11. Dishonest people use gossip to destroy their neighbors. Good people are protected by their own good sense. When honest people prosper and the wicked disappear, the whole city celebrates. When God blesses his people, their city prospers. But deceitful liars can destroy a city. Father, we thank you for the 11 weeks that we have journeyed into this year. And we can look back, and we're well beyond the shore now. We're sailing out into the deep, and we can feel it, because you are calling to the deep things in our hearts. And so much is shifting inside. And what's happening is that we are becoming good soil for your word that it might yield fruit in our lives and through our lives may minister to the world, that we might be light in the darkness, that we might have eyes to see. And so we're seeing now our place in this story and we're beginning to see that the stories in the Bible are not dissimilar to our own story. They're just wearing different clothes. They're just at a different time. They have different customs, but the motivations of the heart are identical. It's our story. It's the story of God with us. And even as we are revisiting this story in depth in the Gospel of Luke, we invite you to awaken it in us. Come, Holy Spirit, as we release this week, the only way is forward. And so we release this week as it becomes a part of our history. And we look forward to all that you will do in the coming week. Come, Jesus, we pray. In your mighty name we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. If you hadn't figured that out, I remind us every day. It's home base for the global campfire, for a virtual community like ours. This is the place. This is the jumping off place. This is the landing place. This is where you find out what's going on around here. And that's it's where you connect with community. It's where you reach the prayer wall. It's where you find resources for the journey. It's home base. So be sure to check it out. And uh, if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at the website as well. There's a link on the homepage. And I humbly and uh, deeply thank you for your partnership. We wouldn't be here if we weren't in this together. That is a fact. That has always been the reality. And I'm grateful that we keep taking steps forward together. So thank you for your partnership. So the, there's a link on the homepage. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address, if you prefer, is P.O. Box 1996, 
Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can uh, press the hotline button in the app, which is the little red button at the top. And uh, just start sharing. No matter where you are in the world, that's why we built it. No matter where you are, there's a hotline. We're never in this alone. We're in this together. So you can hit that hotline button or there are a number of phone numbers that you can use depending on where you are in the world. In the Americas, 877-942-4253. If you're in the UK or Europe, 44 Two zero three six zero eight eight zero seven eight, and if you are in the lands down under, in Australia or that part of the world, six one three eight eight two zero five four five nine is the number to call. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, this is Verlin from Alberta, and I just wanted to call in. A few days ago, I was uh, listening to and the prayer request, and Jesse called in about um, his marriage, and, and there sounds like fairly young married, but struggling with um, feeling like he can't do anything right or whatever, and is Anyway, so I just want to offer you some encouragement, Jesse. Um, you can't do the other person's job, but you can do your job, and that's what God wants you to do, and that's to love her like, love your mate like, like Christ loved the church. And you you can do that, and, and you can pray for her, and you'll be amazed at the changes that will happen. Um, I can speak from experience. And so I just want to encourage you to do that and let you know that there's, you're far from, far, it's far from over and, and this can be um, all to the glory of God. So I just want to encourage you there. And also I just heard uh, Sierra from Florida call in and fairly new Christian and she's going to YWAM to be a missionary and, and I just uh, praise God for that that's that's awesome and uh, just continue to seek him and and he's going to do great things those are YWAM is, is used much of God for reaching people around the world so have a good day everybody hey dab family this is Kathy from the Carolinas I am a um, second time caller. I called previously um, for prayer requests for my small group leader in her marriage. And Pray's report there is that her husband has agreed to go to counseling and that's what I had prayed for. So thank you all, those who prayed, and um, we just praise God for that answer. Um, I have another um, prayer request. My um, seems like the men in my family are just really in darkness. Um, thank God it's not my husband or my son, but it's my father and my two brothers. Just issues with addiction to alcohol. And my one brother in particular who I love 
dearly and he has a heart of gold um, but he also lies because he has an addiction issue he um, his liver is shot and um, his doctor liver specialist told him that you know if he drinks again he is a dead man and he has been drinking again um, and so it's really difficult to know the difference between you know what he is saying and it being all the medication that he is on um, versus you know I, I, I don't know you know I know his mind is not right <laughs> and I know it's the power only the power of Jesus that can work through that so I am just asking that you please lift up my brother Chris in prayer that he can find Jesus in this before it's too late. Thank you so much um, for your prayers. I love, love, love this community. It's God Smile here again. Well, the other day I was just smiling as I was listening to the DAB and enjoying my friends and listening to all the familiar voices um, which blessed me so much. I, I really feel like I know you. <clears throat> when I was a child, I was sent off to Sunday school, although my mum and dad didn't go to church. We had we lived in a little farming community and we were sent off to Sunday school, which I, I quite liked. I used to colour um, in the cornery. That's all I can remember about Sunday school. But we were given um, a Bible and it was, um, it, they weren't child friendly in those days, back in the 70s. But um, this, so this Bible I tried to read as I grew up, and I would read Genesis and read Exodus, but um, I get to Leviticus, and oh, you know, I just couldn't get through it with the language. And uh, you know, <laughs> it's easy listening to Brian doing it and China, but um, to get through it as a young child, so I would stop. And I didn't know that you could pick it up and, and read all the Gospels about Jesus. I didn't know about Jesus. And um, when I came to the Lord in my mid-twenties, I thought, Lord, you know, but when I realized you could read the Bible anywhere, I thought, oh, and uh, you know, I, <laughs> why didn't I know this? Why, Lord? But I'm so thankful that today I can read his word and God never forgot that um, small child's heart wanting to know him. Although it took a few years to get there, you know, he and he's blessed me now being able to listen to the Bible, especially when my uh, eyes get tired. Time's ticking away. I'm going to go. I'm rambling on. Bye-bye, everybody. Father God, thank you so much that you love us. Thank you so much for all of the many blessings you have given us. Thank you for what you have given us this day, what you will be giving us, Lord. Father God, please be giving us strength to do what we need to do. Please be giving us the strength we need to look after ourselves. Please be giving us the strength we need to put down that thing that is distracting us and get a good night's sleep. Give us the strength to put down that thing that is stopping us from going out and doing what we need to do. Lord, you know what we're facing. You know what things we're hiding from. Thank you, Lord, that you know us. You know who we are. You know our thoughts. You knit us together, Lord. And yet you still love us. 
which surprises me immensely. But thank you, Lord. Please be helping us through. Please be carrying us over. Thank you, Lord, that we can do all things through you who give us strength. You are our strength, Lord. We commit our lives to you and we commit our time to you and we commit our actions to you and we surrender all to you, Lord. In Jesus' holy and precious name, Amen. Hi guys, it's Michaela from Gloucester and it is Tuesday the 10th of March. I've been struggling a bit the past two days. Um, lots of reasons for that, but yeah, would appreciate your prayer. Thanks guys. Bye. Hello, um, Dab family. This is Grin Life from Texas. And I just started listening in January of this year and you guys have been such a blessing to me. I It just has lifted my heart so much and I just wanna say thank you. And um, I just wanna let you guys know that my husband and I were missionaries in Ukraine for eight years. And in 2013, we came home and we adopted five kids from the orphanages that we worked in. And um, long story short, we built a house in a village there and we've been trying to sell it now for the last seven years. And I just wanted to ask my dad family to stand with me in prayer and faith because today, March 10th, we got a phone call that we might have a buyer and this is really good timing. My husband lost his job. We have um, a lot of financial stress and uh, we just want you guys to stand with us in prayer and faith that um, this actual deal will go through and we can go back and visit our friends there. It's now Russia. It's no longer Ukraine because Crimea, Russia took over. But anyway, um, just asking for you guys to stand with us and that this, this sale would happen. And after seven years of praying and asking the Lord and not understanding why, we think maybe this will be it. But you know, so many times your hopes get dashed in the rocks and you just try to hope against hope and it just it, it grows weary um, and trusting and believing. So I need you guys to help me trust and believe that this is gonna happen. And anyway, love you guys. Thank you so much for um, just your sweet, sweet welcoming um, words and prayers. And I just feel so blessed to be a part of this family. Um, again, this is Grin Life in Texas. It's March 10th and um, love you guys. Hello, good afternoon everyone. This is Loving Jesus from New York City. I'm calling to ask for prayer for all of the people in New Rochelle, New York, who are quarantined and suffering from the coronavirus. I should pray for our community. New York now has the largest amounts of people in the United States with the coronavirus. And I just ask for prayer for protection for everyone who rides the buses, including myself, the subways. New York is such a congested melting pot and we're all together all the time on mass transit. So I just ask for prayer that this uh, virus will be eliminated all over the world, not just New York. And I just thank God for his grace, for his mercy, and for his favor. Loving Jesus from New York. Thank you.